0: Welcome to No Apology with the Bible Idiots. My name is Chris Danielson. I'm along with my best friend and bride, Emily, and we call it laughing louder, digging deeper, living larger in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we are getting back to some of the old Chris and Emily show ways as we this podcast kind of grows and morphs into something.
1: Yeah, we're morphing here, I, man. Something's gone. It's morphin' time. And, <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my. We're the Bible Power Rangers. <laughs> I just realized that.
1: <laughs> it's a flashback to the 90s, oh my wasn't goodness. it? <laughs> Our
0: kids were that age when that was the popular show. Okay. Uh yes. Thursdays is Devotion in Motion. We've always had guest devotionators and when not Emily and I would be the devotionator and the old school phrase was you've got the motion, we've got the devotion whether you're on your way to work, on your way to school or just to the breakfast nook for a piece of toast because we did morning radio for 12 years and then we did afternoon radio we switched it to devotions of motion you've got the motion whether you're coming home from school coming home from work or what was it just headed somewhere for like a a hamburger or or something 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 like that i don't even remember that that show didn't last very long Anyway, Anywho, the guest devotionator today on this Thursday is my very own best friend and Brad Emily. Yep. I have no idea where you're going or what you're doing. I have no way to prepare to counteract whatever it is that you're going to do. <laughs> I just have you... trust in my heart that it won't be heretical. Go.
1: I was just going to say, do you feel like you have to counteract sometimes? No. Or what's the well, deal? Well,
0: you know, or add to, or, you know.
1: Oh, you can add to this. Well. You know, it's really interesting, I too. That... I
0: kind of like to know the scripture ahead of time or like the general.
1: No, you don't I got to do. nothing yeah. right now. <laughs> You're flying blind, man.
0: Listen, you and I, <laughs> with Emily in charge here, we're in the same boat. Whatever she's going to bring to us coming out of her mouth. We don't know, but it's devotion and motion. Go.
1: Interesting that the Power Rangers was a topic that just surfaced because I want to talk about fighting the good fight.
0: Fighting the good fight. Oh, yeah, Emily's exactly. Got, you got your dander up and put, him, I, up, put I, him up. Put him up. No, I don't have
1: my dander up. I'm actually just kind of taking a look around and I'm realizing I see a lot of tired warriors out there. Oh, honestly, yeah. do you, Chris? Do you see yeah. that too? People I, just got. I, kinda... I think we're fatigued.
0: Yeah, we're fatig- act- I mean, yeah. it's like how much more sinful in-your-face behavior are we supposed to try to you know stand off with and then we've it's got hard. a president who can't even keep a sentence together <laughs> and we yeah. we have politicians especially on the republican side that can't stand up and do anything about it so we it.
1: keep uh trying to fight the good fight try to pro- proclaiming the truth and so often it feels like it's just falling on deaf ears and people just don't get it and sometimes uh i get to a point and i know that uh you do too chris You just kind of feel like God. What do you? What what is this? You know, I understand how Moses felt when he's like the third time go to Pharaoh and say the exact same thing that you said the last two times. You know, it's like what? What what are you doing? Yeah. You know that? How is this helping? Did he not hear me the first (laughs) two times? (laughs) Like, what are you going to do now? You know, what's going to be different? So I see a lot of Christians just kind of fatigued on the battlefield. But I also see Christians not only fatigued on the battlefield, but it's almost like um, they're so busy doing what they're doing, thinking that they're fighting the good fight, when the reality is there's a fight going on internally that's not really being addressed. In other words, there's a lot of Christian activity. There's a lot of Christian speak, but Mm -hmm. there's issues Going on inside, deep inside, behind closed doors, and just in, in our own hearts and in our own minds.
0: Do you have a scripture that you're going to go to?
1: I do. Okay,
0: because I like getting that out of the way when we start our devotions.
1: Okay, so this was my... Because right
0: now, I hear you waxing poetic, and I'm like, all right, we're going to fight. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the bellows are going to blow on the embers and we're going to get fired up.
1: We're not going to fight. No, 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 no. no. Oh, we're going okay. to encourage and an uplift.
0: All right. Well, refocus. Where in the scriptures did you find well, that refocus? I've got
1: several scriptures. The first one is in First Timothy chapter 6, verse 12. It says, fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of of many witnesses.
0: Oh, that's so, in that's in Timothy?
1: Yeah, 1 Timothy. Okay. And so there's kind of a refocusing here. And I think that that verse really speaks to like what I was talking about where we get really focused on all these activities and yet he says, "Wait a minute, wait a minute. Get back to the good fight." And what's the good fight? It's the good fight of faith holding on to that faith, holding on to what you have been taught and what you press, uh, profess to believe, grabbing on to those things and making sure that you're living those out in your personal life. You turn to 2 Timothy 4, verse 7, and this is really a pretty... Powerful thing to say when you think about it is Paul, he's writing to Timothy and he, it's at the end of his life and he says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. There's a confidence there. There is a confidence that there's just like, no, looking back, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, I did what God called me to do. And there's a confidence there that I know a lot of times I don't have. And a lot of times I don't see it in other Christians, you know, in the world either, where there's this just constant struggle of, you know, worry and doubt and and apprehension and confusion a lot of times. And yet here Paul stands just so solid in his faith. And that's the fight. The fight is holding on to that faith. And so that's what I just want to encourage people to do to get back to, we're not trying to save the world. You know, the world's gonna come to an end eventually. We're, We're seeing it get closer and closer. Fear not when you see wickedness increasing and increasing. Our job as believers in fighting the good fight is to hold on to that faith that we first had in Christ Jesus when he made his salvation known to us.
0: Yeah, and when you're holding on to that, you want to also keep in mind that you don't fight against flesh and blood.
1: Exactly. It, That's That was another verse, Ephesians chapter 6.12, our struggle is not against flesh and blood or uh but against the rulers and against the authorities and against the powers of the dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms remember the battles going yeah. on in the heavenly realms as well yeah you and know, and
0: when the heart is changed by the gospel of jesus christ mm-hmm. that's when real transformation can take place yeah. and so i always have said do not pray for wisdom for people like joe biden right. and others yeah. yeah like that ilk you're wasting your breath yeah pray, pray for the body pray pray that they would find salvation because until they do there there will be no fellowship with light and darkness understand who the battle is really with you pray for the salvation of your enemies you pray for the breakthrough of the holy spirit and then those who have turned from their wicked ways and accepted Christ as their Savior, you pray for their wisdom, yeah. you pray for their, uh, you know, growing in the Lord to fight the good fight, which is standing firm, and it is, you know, an, it's a non-violent love of the enemies through prayer, through fighting the battle in the spiritual realm.
1: Well, Chris, you and I actually, I mean, we can testify to the fact that we have had groups of people within our church come together and speak pray specifically for salvation that's the only thing we're praying for salvation for people in our community people in our um in our government people who are elected to serve us and so on and we have seen the fruit of that prayer and it's just undeniable it's absolutely undeniable that praying for salvation is key but aside from that it's like like you said We're not wrestling against flesh and blood. We're we're wrestling against those spiritual forces, and the battle is going on not only on on Earth but also in heaven. Jesus in up in heaven, you know, with fans in his face, eating grapes, just waiting for us to get there. Uh, There's battle going on up. (laughs) I've never
0: had that visual of our (laughs) of our King. Not one time have I. I mean if you want a picture of of Jesus as king, go to Revelation, first couple chapters. Oh yeah. You know, where Absolutely. he's got this you know, the two edged sword coming out of his mouth. His voice is like many waters, which me I yeah, I I'm sorry, you caught me off guard with no, that. No,
1: you're right with me because I was i was actually gonna take people to the book of Revelation. Are you really? I, totally drop dead serious. Chris really does not know the scriptures that I have in front of where I have no where, idea what she's where got going. on that
0: side of the broadcast. So
1: table. obviously I'm doing a pretty okay job over here. But
0: anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Pastor approved wife over there. Yeah, yeah. I was
1: gonna, you know, that the battle is going on in the heavenly realms <laughs> as well as the earthly realms. Yep. And so it is good. Get into the book of Revelation. I had a Bible study with a few uh few friends in the area, and it's been amazing how the book of Revelation in the current world situation that we're in right now, how that book of Revelation is really opening up and becoming even more and more understandable as events in the world unfold. And It can be scary at moments, but then you'll hit a verse that just really encourages you to hold on fast to that faith. Revelation chapter 12 verses 11 and 12 says they, and he's speaking about the saints who are waging, having this war waged against them, it says they have come. They have conquered him, the dragon, by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. The word
0: of their testimony. For
1: they loved not their lives even unto death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them, but woe to you, O earth and sea, for the devil has come down to you in great wrath because he knows that his time is short. And so we can rejoice that this is not the end, that there is a victory already taken place in this battle that we're seeing unfold. And it is once again, getting back to faith, it's the blood of the lamb And the word of our testimony that gets us through that wins that battle. You know, we we look and we profess that we trust God, you know, and so it's when we have that testimony that says, I trusted God for my provision and look what he did for me. I trusted God for salvation and look what he gave to me. I trusted God for uh, wisdom and look what he showed me. I trusted God For help in my time of trouble and look what he did for me that is the word of our testimony and it all goes back to do you really have your faith in jesus christ that's your job that's your number one goal as a christian today yeah the battle rages but hang on to the faith because that is the fight you are called to engage in is holding on to that faith that you first had.
0: Well, that's going to do it for us today. On behalf of my best friend and bride, Emily, my name is Chris. Go to BibleIdiots.com. That's where you can subscribe to this podcast. You can also get other information. By the end of this week, the target is to have our TV episodes up on the website for you to be able to watch at your leisure if you've not seen the new TV show called Bible Idiots in the Prairie Land, and we are praying that God would open up the resources for us to not only continue with the broadcast podcast, Take it nationwide, but also the TV show, and we have a vision of a brand new full-length documentary that we've been offered to go to theaters with. We could possibly take it to the movie theaters a year from now, uh, or even next spring, and we'd like to get principal photography going uh, by this fall. So more information on that coming. So pray for us to be strong with what God's asking us to do, and we'd love for you to come alongside and be fellow warriors with us, and you can. Start by sending us a word of encouragement at the email address that's in the upper left of the website, BibleIdiots.com. There's also a link there, as Emily says, a portal (laughs) for you to give a gift right now. It can be reoccurring monthly. It can be a one-time gift. It doesn't matter. But just to have people like you standing with us right now is so important that it's such an encouragement. So that's going to do it for us. Get into the Word of God today and go and serve your King.